Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is the first of the retreat recordings that we did last weekend here at the Joshua House. We had a wonderful gathering of about 25 people from all over the world, and they came for four days of fun and eating and breath work and Joshua Lives and conversation. And even Christy did a channeling session. So it was an amazing time. Uh, this episode here is the first part of it, and I think you'll get a lot out of it. There's some great questions. It was a lot, lot of fun. It's a little bit different when you do it in front of a live group, and the uh, audio might not be as good as normal, but uh, we used a microphone that seemed to work pretty well, so I think you'll really enjoy this one. Uh, before we get going, Boot Camp 19, the last boot camp of 2022, is starting on Monday, the 24th. There's still time and space for you to get in. Uh, this eight-week immersive experience is something that will greatly shift your perspective. Everything about everything is about shifting perspective, so this is a, an amazing way to do that. You'll go in with one perspective on your life, and as you go through all the eight weeks and all the stuff that we do, all the assignments and the emails and the daily spiritual practice and the limiting beliefs and all the calls that we have, you'll start to see things completely differently. You'll start to gain a lot more clarity You'll start to see yourself from a higher perspective and you'll raise your vibration. Well, seeing yourself from a higher perspective is raising your vibration. That's what it's all about. So uh, there's still time to get in on this. If you'd like to hear more about it, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. This is inspiration for you. Uh, of course, there's fear. How much does it cost? The time, all that stuff. But uh, just push past the fear, send an email. We'll set up a time to talk and I'll tell you all about it. After that call, you'll know exactly if it's for you or not. This is the last one of the year. It'll set you up perfectly for 2023. There's a lot of great things happening in 2023, and you'll want to be posed for what's coming in that year. We won't have another one until the spring of next year either. So now is the time to do it. So push past your fear and send me an email, and we'll have a great conversation, and then you'll know for sure if it's right for you or not. And um, always remember to like and subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and post it on Facebook and leave a review. If you could leave a review, that's the best thing you can do for us. We really appreciate everything you do to support us here. So let's get ready for a Joshua Live. We're thrilled to be here. Are you getting tired of this idea of perspective? Is this getting to be a little repetitive here? Yeah. Are you understanding that the perspective you're at right now is fine? It's great. You could choose a lower perspective if you wanted to. You could focus on the negative aspects. You could choose a higher perspective. You could focus on the positive aspects. You could choose the highest perspective you can get to based on your belief system. You could get to the highest perspective you can imagine from where you are now. Now, if you're going through something and you're having a tough time, well, the highest perspective you can get to is just go with it, be calm, whatever. If you're having a lot of fun, well, maybe that's the highest perspective you want to go to, and that's fine. But if you can think about the perspective choices that are available in every setting, well, then there's something you can do. Now, you've all come here. You've all committed to coming here. You've all made the choice. You're here now. It couldn't have been any different than it is. The situation that we're in right now, the time that we're in, who's assembled here, the amount of people, where you've all come from, what you left behind, who you're tending to interact with, each one of you has a different perspective based on your entire life and what's come and how you ended up here right now. You could have thought, well, I could have done something different this weekend. 
I could have been here or there, but you couldn't have. You're here now. That's the whole point. Now that you're here, how will you be in this moment? Well, you could be like one of you here who's thinking, I don't fit in with this group. These people are above me or whatever. Or you could be, I don't fit in this group because I have a higher perspective than everyone else here. But what you have to realize is that every one of you chose to be here for yourselves and for each other. Now, from your individual perspective, you can't imagine that they all came for you. You can't imagine that everyone showed up for you. You can't imagine that the only reason they even were born was to come to this time at this place to be here for you. But if you could imagine that, that would be a relatively high perspective. If you could imagine that this structure was built for you, this house was built for you, this land was built for you, this town was built for you, just so you could be here now. That's the highest perspective. Do you believe it? Maybe not. Maybe you do. But when you can open yourself up to the possibility that every single thing is created for you to have your experience of it, to have whatever you need to come out of it, and whatever you experience is the experience for you, however you interpret it. But if you raise your perspective a little bit more, there's new possibilities of experience within that event itself. There's things that you can't imagine that are here now. So one of you is existing with this, I probably don't belong here perspective. Who knows who that is compared to everyone else? And so you have an experience based on that perspective. There is nothing you can see beyond that. One of you says that everyone came here for me so that I can have my experience. Well, there's different things that you'll gain, different information that you'll receive from that higher perspective. Not better or worse, not good or bad, not right or wrong, just more, just more elevated. Now, is that fun for you? Is that interesting for you? Then that's the higher perspective that you can reach for. If you can do that in every moment of your life, every single moment of your life, going into any experience and saying, well, I could choose perspective A, B, C, D, or E. Let's choose E this time. And let's see what inspiration comes, what ideas come, what conversations come, who shows up for me, where I leave it off, and how I end up at the end of the experience looking back at it to seeing the perfection of it all. So perfection would be the highest perspective. Perfection in whatever you're doing. Now, the perfection exists. Sometimes you can see it. Sometimes you can't see it. Depending on where you are, most times you don't see the perfection. You might be thinking, oh, there should be so many more people or so fewer people or different people, or I should be different than I am to be here, or I should have worn something different. I should have slept better last night. I should have done something else than what I'm doing right now. You see, you're seeing the imperfection of the reality you're living in. That is what this reality is about. This reality was built for purposes of perceiving imperfection and then moving towards higher levels of understanding the perfection. You are perfect as you are. You were perfect the day you were born. Some point along the line, you were taught you were imperfect. And so you get to experience the imperfection because when you return to the non-physical, all you're experiencing is perfection. That's why you're here. So enjoy the imperfection, even though it's an illusion. The, trick will be revealed to you at the end of the show.
<laughs> and with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to go first? The bravest one of the group. <laughs> State your name and where you're from. Really? <laughs> you already know. And your age and your shoes I don't know. I have many questions. <laughs> your main question is, who are you? Yeah. Anytime you're exploring who you're not, doesn't feel good. Who am I? That is for you to find out. You could be told, but you will not believe it. Mm -hmm. You'll fight against that. Why would I you fight will, against it? Because it isn't what you think you want. It is what you truly want. What you think you want has been created by this experience of life that you've had. Every experience of life has caused you to birth desires, to be something different than what is happening now. Because in that experience of the unwanted, you want to change that state. You can't imagine who you truly are, but you have examples out there that you think might be better than what you have now. I might want parents who love me. I might want friends who need me. I want, might want money and security and all these things that are inherent in you. You might want this idea of if I get this, if I get that, then I'll feel good. Then you try and get this, try to get that, try to get that. Goes along life, you're sifting and sorting, you're having all these experiences, you're getting the things that you thought you wanted. Turns out that that's not what you wanted. The only thing you wanted was to discover who you are. All right. So I know that a lot of us have monkey brains. How do you turn it off? Well, God. it's not that you have a monkey brain. It's that you're in an illusion. And the illusion is repeating itself, repeating itself, basic experiences that you had before. You said, this is bad, this is good, this is right, this is wrong, this is better, this is worse. It's not that there's anything wrong with the brain. It's not the brain itself. The brain is just trying to put everything in a perspective that makes sense to you at the time. It's the mind that's operating. So the mind is the is the combination of you as a human, you as the inner self, bringing in ideas from the inner self that either align with what you're perceiving at the time or not. To you, a brilliant inspiration might seem like the dumbest thing in the world. Might seem like, I would never do that. It's impossible. I can't do that. I'm incapable of too much work, too hard. I'd have to change everything else to do that. I would have to lose all the stuff I think I want, these ideals, these attachments to outcome, to actually grind into the moment of this inspiration that came. So you discount it because it doesn't match what you think you want. But what you want, what you think you want is your perception of yourself as inadequate, imperfect. And then you go, if I got that ideal, then everyone would see that I was perfect and I would finally say I'm perfect and I would finally feel good in that. So you go off in that direction, you get some semblance of that ideal, and then Nothing changes on the inside. Why? Because it's an inside out job, not an outside in job. That I know. Mm -hmm. So why did you ask the question if you didn't answer? <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. That's only for me. Um, yeah, yeah, I know all this. Okay, so it's an illusion that you're buying into, that you perceive that the outside conditions can make you feel something. You are projecting how you feel on those conditions. The conditions obviously reflect that because that is a way to know if you are moving in the direction of the truth of this reality and the truth of who you are instead of exploring who you're not. So you explore who you're not for a while, explore who you're not for a while, change things up, change how you think. 
practice this, practice that, all within a solution. And that's what physical reality is all about. You get the expansion of this, of this illusion and your activities and experiences within that illusion. And then when you transition to the non you say, oh, I get it now. It all makes sense right now. Okay, nothing wrong with that. That's perfect. That's expansion. But you want another level. You will said, I will come here in this time of awakening to discover who I truly am, no matter what the illusion is. Even if I hold on and cling to this illusion and try to make things happen, no matter what, I want to get to the root of who I truly am and out of this illusion. Well, to do that, you have to go through the shit. You have to go through all the stuff. You have to make mistakes. You have to mess it around. You have, all while you're perceiving that things should be different than they are. Holding on, holding on, holding on, holding on, holding on. And then one day you say, forget it. I'm not holding on anymore. I'm not trying to control anything. Things are happening. I couldn't be here. How could I get here with all these people if I wasn't ready to understand who I am? Well, you can hold on to the illusion as long as you want. You can be as painful as you want. doesn't matter. It's fine either way, right? But one day you will understand the perfection of the entire ride. And you'll say, oh, I get it. There's nothing wrong with holding on. <laughs> it's just, it's just going to cause pain and suffering. That's all. When you get on the other side of that, you'll look back and you'll say, that ride, even as it was painful, was worth it. Because now I have a glimpse of who I truly am. It's wonderful. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm also excited. I had really good time uh, channeling. And I would really like to have that like every day. It was super fun. What can I do to get there? Once you've had the experience of channeling, it can't go away. It's impossible. It's there. Why is it not coming freely? What do you think? Um, resisting it. Well, why would you resist that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Was it remarkable? Yeah. Was it fascinating? It was. was it interesting? Yeah. Why can't you do it again? I can. Good. Does it seem like it's difficult to get there? Sometimes. So what is your little technique for getting there? Meditating. And? Uh, I don't know. Okay. In the illusion, uh. if you are fully in the illusion, <laughs> fully in fear, would that ability to channel or any other empathic ability, would it serve you in any way? Say that again. If you're in fear, yeah. would any empathic ability serve you in any way? Not if I'm in fear. You couldn't really get there right. if you're in fear. Right. So you notice that as you move to a higher perspective where you are actually ready to discover who you are, which is why you came here, the reason you're here is to discover who you are, now, all the stuff you thought you wanted, but to discover who you are, mm -hmm. when you get to a high enough perspective on that, then every other ability that you brought with you that you were unaware of starts to come online in service of that journey of self-discovery. So if you're not ready to discover who you are, it can't come. If you're ready to discover who you are, if you say enough of this resistance, I demand to discover who I am. Well, then this ability of channeling comes up. Why? Because that information is for you. If you go back and say, no, I'm going to play the illusion more, then that's not going to assist you. You wouldn't want it. It'd be confusing, mm -hmm. right? 
So it's not necessary for it to be there. Once you go back to saying, I am committed to this journey of self-discovery, poof, it's right there. Plus all of the other abilities that you don't even know you have yet. Mm -hmm. Healing abilities you know you have, intuition, empathy, feeling, channeling, plus many more that are available to you as you let go of some resistance and focus on or realize that all you're here to do is discover who you are. Your ability to care for, be compassionate with, support others, heal others, is dependent on you choosing and committing to discovering who you are, even if the perception of that could be you'd have to go through negative emotion to get there. You'd have to go through your fears to get there. You'd have to expose who you truly are. Now, exposing who you truly are in an authentic way would say this illusion that I've been propagating, my persona, the part of me that's never been true, but my excuse for why people would even talk to me, would even let me in their lives, would even like, love, or respect me. I have to let that go first because that's never been true, which means that who I truly am has to be enough. And you don't believe it yet. You believe that by being that persona that you've created, that's the only reason they like you. And if you get rid of that persona, they have no reason to like you except for who you truly are. But how could anyone love you for who you truly are if you haven't gotten to love yourself for who you truly are or know yourself? That's why you're on a journey to know yourself because to know yourself is to love yourself. And if you don't know yourself, how can you love yourself? And if you go on that journey of self-discovery, how are you going to discover who that is? Exactly. Well, it seems like a catch-22, doesn't it? Because first of all, you have to let go of that persona and have blind faith that what's inside of you is far more appealing, attractive, lovable, the generator of every connection you have to a person has never been from this persona. Has never been any part to do with that. All the stories you tell about that, no one ever cared. They only cared about what's in here because they could sense what's in there beyond this persona. They always knew there's something in there. It's not that it's in here. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. And all the relationships you've ever had in your life, it's never been about this person. It's always been about that person. Very good. Very good. Uh, can I get a copy of this later? <laughs> Ten ninety nine at the gift shop. <laughs> You're funny. Thank you, Joshua. Who's next? George. George. <laughs> so I want to ask the question that um, Gary told me not to ask, which is what is the question that I should ask? <clears throat> Why are you so uptight? Overall? <laughs> Here. Ask that question. Oh, okay. Oh, I can ask you. Oh, of course. It's a question I was supposed to ask you. Okay, Joshua, why am I so No, uptight? no. We said, why are you so uptight? Why am I so No, no. We said, why are you so uptight? Why are you so uptight? We're not uptight. We're fun. We're great. <laughs> we don't have a care in the world. We're fine. We're Everything's good. There's no place we'd rather be. Uh, oh, well, we could be back in the non-physical with friends instead of wasting time with people. <laughs> We could be on roller coasters. We could be anywhere else. But I guess we're here. I guess this is where I don't want to be here. We don't want to be here. No one wants to be here. No one ever wants to be here. So now we'll I'm go. Getting, I'm getting what you're doing. All of a sudden, I got what you're doing. 
And then yeah. if you want to go to your core limiting belief, yeah. ask the question, what's my question? What's... And then we'll find your core limiting belief. Do you really want to go to your core limiting belief? Your core limiting belief is you do not belong here. Something's wrong. Something's off. Why am I here? I'd rather be somewhere else. There should, everything should be different than it is. I, I'm not cut out for this. How come I can't figure this out? Oh, God. Yeah. Your core limiting belief is what? Who you truly are does not fit in. And you cannot show that to anyone. Okay, so all that all this uh, question does when you ask, what question should I ask, is cut to the chase of what it is and make you cry. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but that's okay. It's okay um, because I know. Okay, so just look at this onion. Okay. Okay? Yeah. You've been peeling away the layers of the outer shell. The little layers, the little limiting beliefs. Yeah. Oh, why do I get annoyed at the other drivers? Why can't I enjoy my job i'm doing so well why do i have to do things that, right yeah. all those outer layers are just smaller versions of the core living belief now the core living belief you don't want to look at right away right you want to practice the outer layers those are easier right right okay so at some point you'll be ready to say what's the core limiting belief yeah. okay core limiting belief is uh, i am not the creator of my reality yeah. i'm a victim why do you feel like this reality is not where you should be? If the core limiting belief says, I'm not the creator of my reality, yeah. why does that core limiting belief yeah. make you cry? Um, yeah, why does it? Because the truth is, you're, and you know it, you're the creator of your reality. Okay. If I'm the creator of my reality, however, then I would fix all the problems instead of enjoying what is the perfection which is the problems there are no problems there are no problems i get it's that, your yeah. misperception of the perfection right you okay. you think that to feel better if this was perfect right now wouldn't it be natural to feel good yeah but i do feel good well right you feel let's say there's yeah, a range let's say good is up here yeah yeah and terrible is down here yeah Okay. And you say, I do feel good. Yeah. Well, compared to worse. Yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. But you have no idea what this is. No. If you I felt don't. this in the moment, you would explode. Right. I don't want to explode. Why not? <laughs> well, because you... it would be really messy. <laughs> Get all of our clothes. So the thing is, all you're doing in your life okay. is having this perspective right. between what? between how you feel now, yeah. how you think you should how feel, think should feel, how you may have felt in the past, yeah. that sort of thing, playing with it. But what's really is how you are in the non-physical. Right. Understanding the perfection of all, existing in ecstasy. But if I go there- You can't I go there. I need to be here. Right. You can't, right, go, right. There. can't go there. You Got can't it. go there because you can't imagine what that feels like. Yeah. There is no example of this. Right, right? okay. There's yeah. only examples outside of you, how you perceive you could feel better. Right. If you had a million dollars, you could feel better. If you had love of your life, you could feel better. If you had people that loved you, you could feel better. Right. Yeah. So you think, let's get these things. Right. Has nothing to do with that. Has your perception of yourself as the creator of your reality. The creator of reality would say that every moment of your life has always been perfect. Yeah. Every moment is perfect and every future moment will be perfect. 
total security, total abundance, total freedom, total understanding of who you are. The illusion says none of it's perfect. So you have to work and effort and struggle to experience things and make them perfect or make them better. Right. So that's fine because it drives you forward. But then you get to a point where you say, what is the question I should ask? Then you get to the, understand the core living belief of you and everyone else's in physical reality came with that core <laughs> living belief as a driver to discover who you truly are. Okay. Your journey of self-discovery is amazing. It's at one of the highest in the history of the human race. Mm -hmm. Your perspective is amazing. You, the way you're thinking is amazing. The way you're interacting and using your heart and using your mind and using all these things. All these, being here is amazing, but you don't see that quite yet. It's always in comparison of what should be, what could be, what mm -hmm. others are doing, that sort of thing. So in that comparison to it's imperfect now, that is the inner conflict that you're feeling. Mm -hmm. You can never feel comfortable with who you are because of that core limiting belief. Now, can you get rid of the core limiting belief? um maybe soften it what no what would be good about getting rid of that core limiting belief if you if you could erase it cut it out throw it in the garbage well if you don't have the core limiting belief then then the drive to go where you're supposed to go or where you want intended to go would be gone wouldn't it the resistance to where you intended to go would be gone if you took that core limiting belief if we took it out of you right now yeah put it up in a ball and threw it in the back of the room. Okay. You know who you were instantly. Instantly. And you would not need this reality. This reality would cease to exist for you. Right. And that would be what? Good or bad? Well, there is no good or bad, but I wouldn't want it. You would not want it. No, because I keep on wanting to come back here. You keep up. You keep on wanting to experience yeah. this because there's nothing going on up there. Yeah. It's all here. Yeah. You want to be here. And I can get, like, I. there's so many things that I I get it, but I don't get it. Good. And maybe I'm not. Now, listen. Okay. Here. If you got it, the same thing would happen. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't want to okay. get it. Right. You want right. to go through the experiences and go, oh, epiphany, new perspective, oh. new idea, new behavior, new way of looking at things, new friend, new experience, new this, new this, new, 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 always new. Yeah. So what we're trying to tell you is the fact that you have the core limiting belief yeah. of you're not the creator of your reality is your most prized possession. And it's perfect. Okay. okay. And everything you're doing is perfect. Okay. Oh, okay. Wow. It's funny. I, at a moment ago, I was like, oh, and so I just want to explore for a second that conversation that first question about why do you think you don't belong here because when we were in orlando um bodie bit me and gary said to me um you belong here and it made me sad like it made me sad that i i think actually it made me mad first it made me mad because i was like i don't think that I belong here, but ever since then, I've started to like question where I feel I don't belong here or where I feel I don't fit in with certain people like there's, and it's, it's not a, 
oh, maybe in some situations I feel like superior in some way. I'm sure that's there too, but I'm more present too when I feel like I'm not smart enough or I'm not something, something short of, or that people see through me. There's this fear, like people can see right through me and see something about myself that I don't even know what it is. Good. That's what makes me sad. Okay. So that could make you sad. Yeah. That's one perspective. Yes. So let's say there's okay, 10 perspectives. Not sad. Yeah. <laughs> that okay. you could choose a perspective that people see through you and that's bad. You could choose a perspective that people see through you and that's good. Okay. Because then they can say to you, that's not authentic. Yeah. Then you get to know. So you get to choose any perspective you want. How does each perspective feel to you? Now, if you choose a perspective that people see through me and it's bad, then if someone said something, you're going to be triggered by that. Totally. And you're going to turn off and not hear anything they say. Absolutely. If you choose a perspective that everyone thinks they see through me, and now I get to discover this inauthentic and then maybe work on that, maybe shed it. It's feedback. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's the greatest thing ever. Okay. You see? Now, with that perspective, you're receptive to seeing, okay, is that person looking at me? What do they see? Go up to them. Do you see something? What do you see? Okay. You see? And then you get growth in a way that you can say is a good thing. But it's just a choice of meaning that you choose. Yeah. It could be anything. So what's more resistant, less resistant? So if you just go to less resistant, a little bit less resistant, a little bit higher perspective, a little bit of understanding that all this is set up for you. Now, does anyone else have ever have the feeling that they're not in the right place, not, not supposed to be there, not fitting in, not no one likes me? Is it, or is that just you? <laughs> I know there's lots of people who feel that way. Right. Yeah. But for you, this is the question you ask. Yeah. And this is cutting to a heart. Mm -hmm. But you have to realize that you couldn't ask that question if you didn't want the answer. Yeah, I do. So that. something and you wanted the answer. Yeah. You wanted to know how your perspective is in that area. Mm -hmm. So instead of shying away from it, embrace it, lean into it, yeah. and and understand that that mirror is exactly what you wanted. Yeah. And everyone has the mirror that they want. So would deflection, like if I deflect, that would be an indicator of something that I don't want to do. Like That'd be an indicator of a limited perspective. Yeah. Okay. If you, what's the opposite of deflect? Embrace. Embrace, great. Yeah. Embrace, is that higher or more limited than where you are now? Than it's deflection. More, it's higher. It's a higher yeah, perspective. Higher perspective. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Embrace, lean in, appreciate. Yeah know that they're simply their entire lives they've been born for that moment of showing you something yeah <laughs> high as high as you go within your belief system yeah yeah and then you get comfortable in your body you get comfortable in that environment so the deflector is never comfortable in the environment because they're always watching for missiles coming at them yeah and the appreciator is always comfortable because they're waiting for love bombs to come to them yeah. so as you're meaning of their ability to see how you're being inauthentic. If you think that's a bad thing about you, you're going to be the deflector yeah. or the acceptor. Wow. Okay. And which feels better. I got it. The acceptor for sure. Okay. Did you get it? I totally do. hundred yeah. percent. Oh, I don't know about a hundred percent, but I, yeah, it's, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. 50%. <laughs> 
I don't even, I feel like I've gotten a bunch of things. So it's like- We'll see yeah, if you we'll can see. even remember this question. I, well, I'll just listen to the recording. 10.99 in the gift shop. Yeah. <laughs> Who's next? I don't have a question. I was leaning into just, blind faith that I was going to walk off and it would come to me. Good. And you I, have it. It's ready there. I couldn't resist <laughs> getting up here in person. So I want to kind of, I think, draw on the last few questions, which is... Go to a brand new question that you never oh, thought of before. Okay. Um, Don't think about it. Just okay. ask the question. Like, what am I here to discover? What are my abilities? Can I let go of just everything? You came here yeah. with the intention mm -hmm. to be really good at operating heavy machinery. Okay. Construction, <laughs> demolition, things like that. Who's next? I do like I do like manual labor actually. Why do you think you came? I know the general to discover who I truly am. Good. But but what's you know in a more detailed what am I here Would you like for to tell us lifetime? your primary intention? I feel like my primary intention is to live a life in love and to get, you know, to be an example okay. of love. Living a life of love mm -hmm. is setting out the groundwork mm -hmm. to discover who you are. Mm -hmm. Living a life in resistance mm -hmm. sets up the groundwork to discover who you're not. Mm -hmm. Both are great. Mm -hmm. If you've lived a lot of lifetimes, living in the illusion of fear and operating as an inauthentic being, then maybe you're ready to come in and discover who you are authentically. So imagine someone who comes in to physical reality and they're living in fear and spending their whole life in fear, believing they're nothing, believing life's worthless, believing there's no one loves them, discovering the inauthentic version of them. They're in fear the whole time. Now you come in and say, I'm going to live a life of love, discovering who I truly am. Which life has more fear? The inauthentic. So the inauthentic life, the fear is just there. They have no, no way of avoiding the fear, no way of living any other way. Those who come in and say, I want to discover who I am, now have to move through oh, fear yeah. or live with inner conflict that they're not moving through the fear. So they have two choices, move through the fear intentionally or live in inner conflict, resisting that movement towards the fear, resisting the inspiration, not living who they are, not discovering who they are, trying to play around and, and distract themselves from it. That inner conflict is way more painful than those living in fear because you're more sensitive to it. Yeah. See, those living in fear are built for fear. They're not sensitive to it doesn't feel the same way it does. Makes you come in with a higher emotional sensitivity. You got two choices. Push past that fear intentionally to discover who you are or distract yourselves by trying to get shiny objects and live with the inner conflict of never moving forward. Always realizing that the things you think you achieved never brought you any closer to understanding who you are. So those living in fear, moving through fear, discovering who they are not that's one way of living 
the more the next level of that is coming with the intention to discover who you are in this lifetime if you can push past fear you will gain information through all the fears and all the experiences you push past but pushing past a obstacle that's right in front of you maybe you just rather turn around and chase shiny objects that is more difficult than those living in fear you see okay so the intention is to set up the groundwork of expressing love which just means mm -hmm. going with the flow of life mm -hmm. not resisting that that intention to experience joy freedom abundance all that that's the intention coming in knowing that the illusion is going to confuse you about that so the driving forth with those intentions is moving you on this life that's perfectly designed for you to discover who you are but it creates confusion you seek information you think you're going to use that information information to chase shiny objects to avoid more fear to avoid going to higher levels of understanding you see and so now you have to actually give up all these ideals desires attachments to outcomes preferences that you thought you had that's scary mm -hmm. are you willing to do that yes is that your intention yes. great if that's your intention then you look at every aspect of your life is this working is that working is that working is that working is, are they all high perspective is every money love relationships all this stuff health everything is that all high or is it some up some down some up some down some up some down it feels high state the highest perspective of your life right now what area is working the best uh health health okay great in if you get inspiration for health say let's go running you just run mm -hmm. you enjoy it mm -hmm. there's no thought that you couldn't do it mm -hmm. you're capable okay great so those are easy but there's a difference between that level where you are there and and some other level in your life okay so you pick another level in your life that's not up to there all your manifestation events are going to come down there mm -hmm. to show you where the lowest parts are mm -hmm. where the where it's not where you want it to be okay but you ignore those because you say oh it's working here and here and here and here that's not so bad mm -hmm. right there it's coming i'm doing the work blah 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 deluding yourself mm -hmm. to the fact that you're not paying attention to that stuff because mm -hmm. if a manifestation event's coming in that area mm -hmm. or if it coming again and again and again it's going to keep coming and you're saying i'm doing the work i'm doing the work i'm doing the work i'm doing the work no you're not mm -hmm. what's happening is inspiration is coming mm -hmm. and you're saying i would i'm not going to do that thing terrible i'm not going to do that horrible thing we had a one-on-one -on -one experience and this person really wanted a romantic relationship mm -hmm. and so we said how about this online app mm -hmm. and they say well i've tried that online app mm -hmm. it doesn't work there's nobody on there it's are you useless. talking about me not at all <laughs> we, are not, we are not talking about you we are not talking about you because unlike yours our story has a happy ending so this person says well i can't do that because it's 19 dollars a month or 49 dollars a month, whatever it was can't do that because that what if it takes three years that's x amount of dollars thousands of dollars and we said what if it takes one month and we said 
would you rather have the love of your life or your $49? (laughs) And they said, the love of my life. So they did it within 30 days, love of their life, still together. So they would not do that inspiration they had over and over and over again because they would always say, that doesn't work, that doesn't work, that doesn't work, that doesn't work. It won't work, it won't work, it won't work, it won't work. Inspiration coming all the time. Get on the tap, get on the tap, get on the tap. Yeah, I'm not inspired to go online. So, okay, there you go. (laughs) Case closed. Not inspired. That is not true. Here's the inspiration. Do you, are you aware that there's such a thing? So, are you aware that there's such a thing as an online dating app in the world? Yes. Yes. Are you aware that people meet each other on these apps? Are you aware that it's the most successful way to meet a person in the history of the world? Ever, by far. Uh, Are you aware that the other way to do it is to put yourself out there in so many possible scenarios that you wouldn't have time for anything else to be comparable to the efficiency of this? Yes or no? Okay, let's oh, say I this way. Yeah, okay. You are literally yeah, yeah, yeah. exposing yourself openly as available <laughs> to hundreds of thousands of people all over the world. Or you go to a bar, not telling when you're available, <laughs> sit there and wait for someone to come. There might be 20 people in that place, of which one might be available and they may never see you, okay? So let's say that what's happening with you now that they can all see mm-hmm. is that you are shut down to this idea for some <laughs> reason. Okay, so if you're shut down to this idea, you're shut down to uh, this idea and this idea and this idea. It has nothing to do with the idea. Yeah. It has to do with a shutdown. Yeah. You see? Yeah. This is the part that you're yeah. saying yeah. has to be a certain way, yeah. has to be this, has to be that. You're confining to such a narrow margin. Now, if you said this, I'm the creator of my reality. Mm-hmm. If I'm to be in a relationship, mm-hmm. it could be anything uh-huh. with anyone uh-huh. in any way uh-huh. without any limitations. Uh-huh. If I'm the victim of my reality, it has to look like that. Uh-huh. Narrow that all in yeah. to the victim range, the victim range of possibility. Somebody has to knock on my door yeah. with roses yeah. and a poem. They have to be this age, this height, this background, this education, this, 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 this. Why are you narrowing it down? Why would you ever narrow it down? To protect yourself from harm. Yeah. To protect yourself from negative emotion, from disappointment, from disillusionment. From the loss of that ideal you created when you're five years old yeah. and held on to it all day, every day, this idea, Prince Charming up here, my soulmate going to complete me, blah, blah, blah. The solution to every problem you have yeah. is this ideal. As long as you have a narrow range, that ideal can live. If you open it up and let someone in, that ideal could be shot down. The ideal of this perfection that you believe is outside of you that will make you feel something is what you're holding on to. You see? Everything's in here. Nothing's out there. Yeah. You accept yourself. Yeah. The perfection in myself. 
Yes. And then you say to yourself, okay, that makes sense. I will accept myself and then get my ideal. <laughs> as long as I, I accept myself, I, where's my ideal? Where's my ideal? No, that's control mm -hmm. of the outcome. You see? Mm -hmm. Now you say, okay, Joshua, you say, I'll get everything I truly want on my journey of self-discovery. And as a side effect, everything I think I want that serves that journey of self-discovery. Mm -hmm. But this is one area where you're not willing to look at yet. That's the low, lower level of it. There might be others, whatever. And you're saying, it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. I'm doing the work. I'm doing everything I need to do. Yet you're, we ask you one simple question. I would never, ever, ever do that. That doesn't work. I tried it. It does not work for me. Everyone else is fine. Not for me. Narrow, narrow, narrow. Because in that, all we're saying, up here in health, yeah. creator of your reality. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Down here, victim. <laughs> victim, victim, victim. Now, this is a different journey. You have to push past the fear to gain the information that will allow you to understand yourself. Mm -hmm. It's all about me. This is where, like, to look at the area, like when you started the amp to at the beginning of the answer what has more fear so to look in the area of your life that you have the biggest the the, the stuff that's not working that's all yeah the compared to everything fear, else the biggest fear well so that's to really so you go to the door more about yourself relationships you're at that yeah, door yeah if you open it yeah. it could hurt yeah all the fear is there yeah you have to wade through the fear to get yeah. to the other side to look back and go, the fear was never real. Yeah. But at that door, you believe what's behind the door is all the fear. So you don't open it. Yeah. You keep it closed and you say, when I'm ready, after I've done the work, yeah. once I know who I am, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You can't do anything in that area of your life until you open that door. That means the inspiration that's coming from inside you and especially from outside you. Because, you, because in that area of your life, you're not hearing anything. It is shut down. You don't get, even if it was to come, it'd be blocked by your beliefs. It would never get to you. So we're giving it to you. Okay. When it comes from outside, a friend, somebody you talk to about, or us, or whatever, that's inspiration is coming from another direction, trying to get through to you. Yeah. Your inner self is using us to get through to you. And everyone else who has the same issue listening worldwide. <laughs> So what's the inspiration? What, what would you have to do to, dis to explore yourself, know who you are, love yourself? What do you have to do? Do you want to know who you are? Yes. Do you want to love yourself? Yes. So what do you have to do? What's the inspiration? I don't know. Does, does anyone else know? <laughs> There's someone here who doesn't know? What do you have to do? Why don't you know, do you think? They all know. Why don't you know? I don't know. Well, you have to open the door. Will you open that door? Uh, <laughs> Just say yes. Yes. No, we don't believe you. <laughs> why won't you open that door? I, why I will. Why you will? I will. You sound convincing. <laughs> no, you don't have to open the door. 
but everything you want is on the other side of the door. Yeah. Everything you want mm -hmm. is on the other side of your fear. Mm -hmm. Now your fears aren't real. Mm -hmm. You can keep the door closed mm -hmm. and be in inner conflict mm -hmm. and not do what you came here to do. Mm -hmm. You intended to discover who you are. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do it, mm -hmm. but you're going to know that there's something going on because the inner conflict of this is going to be so much more painful than those people living in total fear mm -hmm. for you because you're sensitive. Once you open that door, sure, it's going to be scary for the first couple of weeks, month, two months, year, three years, lifetime, whatever. It's going to be scary for a little bit, mm -hmm. but then you're going to have an experience. You go, oh my God, it was all there the whole time. All I ever had to do was open that door. Okay. Now it's going to be fearful <laughs> and you're going to think it's not going to work. And you're going to want to quit. You want to close the room back through the door all the time. No one's pushing you. See, in this life of fear down here, they're getting pushed back and forth. Push, 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 push. In this more elevated or more expanded life, no one's pushing you. It's just you. You're given little whispers. Go here, go here, go here. In some of those areas, you're going willingly because you see yourself from a higher perspective. And some areas, your illusion is a limited perspective that has never been true. The way you discover that perspective is not true is by going through the door. Okay. I'll go through the door. You will? Yeah. Will you do it while you're here in front of all these people? No. Okay. So you're not willing to go through the door. I am maybe. <laughs> will, you make a will you make a commitment to all these people here that you're going to go through the door? Sure. Sure. Good. Excellent. Thank you. Who's next? <laughs> Do you notice that this is a different conversation because of the, who's involved here? Are you aware of this? Are you or each of you are bringing out good stuff? <laughs> there is a question. State your name. Kimberly. Okay. I think this is the question. There's something about my role as a functional nutritionist and this intense interest in nutrition, and then this interest in your teachings. And, you know, what I, you know, I really want to dig into the functional nutrition, but then I'm, I'm doing all this and it's, I'm trying to just see like, what is my role in it? Do you have um, any hobbies? Yeah. So state one hobby that you have. Um, I like to cook. I like Excellent. To Paddleboard. <laughs> Paddleboard. Perfect. You like functional nutrition. Yeah. And you like paddleboarding. But yeah. you're not asking the question, is there a role for me to integrate paddleboarding and functional nutrition? Right. Two separate things. Fun yes. thing over here, fun thing over here, fun thing over here, fun thing over here. Doesn't have to be connected. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. But what if you incorporated functional nutrition with paddleboard? You had a Functional nutrition class while everyone's on a paddleboard. Now, no other, do you have a better word than functional nutritionist? That is very hard to say. Um, you could say uh, holistic nutritionist. Oh. So, so if, you, if you took what you were doing mm -hmm. as a nutritionist, you'd be doing the same thing as everyone else. It was just that. Right. All you'd be doing is following what everyone else did, all the examples that you know before you. You say to be a better person, I need more certificates, more clients, more education, more experience, blah, 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 blah. The same as everyone else doing that. 
You combine it with paddleboarding, you're unique. No one else does that. Yeah. No okay. one else in the world would do that. Now, there'd be a lot of fear in that because a lot of people would be falling into the water. Yes. Or wouldn't want to do it. Yeah. So you'd have to make it fun and interesting and appealing, but you'd have to do it in your way. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, combine that thing you love, mm -hmm. nutritionist, and this other thing you love is spirituality. And now you're unique. No mm -hmm. one else on earth can do this. You're the only one. So instead of a commodity, you're a unique proposition. You don't compete in the commodity. Everyone charges $2.95. Mm -hmm. Now you compete in this. This is more valuable because it's one of a kind. Okay. You see? Mm -hmm. So what are the principles of what you know in nutrition compared to what you know in laws of the universe? You know there's just all energy. You know it's all yes. belief system. You know that there are drivers of people because of their experiences. Mm -hmm. You know that they're not understanding who they are, that they're living in an illusion. Mm -hmm. You know that that anything that the reason they're coming to you in the first place, but partly because of they have a problem. But it, they're perfect. But <laughs> but they're perfect. Ha ha ha. They're perfect. Oh, no, they're not. They got a problem. If you're in the problem with them, you can't see the solution. Mm -hmm. But you know, at least intellectually, that everything is perfect. Mm -hmm. So if you are combining the two, you can say that the nutrition is a device to allow you entryway in their lives to hold the pers perspective of perfection yourself while you're interacting with that client. In mm -hmm. your holding the perspective of perfection you're not in the vibration of the problem yeah you you don't you don't exist there mm -hmm. you don't see them as anything other than perfect they don't have a problem so you're receptive to the solution for them okay in a way that will make sense to them okay mm -hmm. let's let's take a example mm -hmm. you have an appointment someone just shows up mm -hmm. What you, what all other nutritionists who are living in the illusion would say, what's your problem? Oh, you're overweight. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Okay. This person's still in the, <laughs> in the perception of a problem. The nutritionist is in the perception of a problem. The solution is based in the problem. So it's not a solution. Right. Cannot work. Will not work cannot work if both parties are in the problem they're in the vibration of the continuation of a lack of a solution you see mm -hmm. this person if they have the solution they would never come to see you right right you think that you have a solution but you don't know that person until you see the because you perceive that they have a problem too mm -hmm. not you but a right. typical person right so they're in both of them in the solution. And so they do X, Y, and Z. That person has a belief that this will work. The nutritionist has a belief that it will work. Mm -hmm. It works for a little while, but the underlying issue is never addressed. And then the problem comes back. Right. We don't care if you're a doctor, if you're anything. 
if both parties in, in the position of the problem, the vibration of the problem, mm -hmm. their beliefs can be distracted for a while. They'll go on some program and then it'll come back again. Right. Does that make sense to you if you look at diets in general? Yes. How about marriages in general? Yeah. How about cancer in general? Same thing, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Both parties, we got to fix a problem. Right. Mm -hmm. take one party you and say there is no problem mm -hmm. it's perfection now you tap into something else your own intuition your own okay. creativity I knew it was, right this is where it you tap like. into something else mm -hmm. you do, are not brought down by this person who, who thinks they have a problem you are not there to help that person you are there for you for you to tap into the stream of consciousness that is you not to fix them at all just to be in the flow of the perfection of this interaction, just to be in that flow state where you understand who you truly are and you understand who they truly are. And you're at that perspective, that highest perspective. Now, mm -hmm. they don't need to get there. Doesn't matter. Right. You have no attachment to the outcome. Doesn't matter. You give them the solution that they will believe long enough. Now, that solution might be go on a dating app. Look at your childhood. Something will come to you. Right. And it'll be unique to that person. Mm -hmm. It won't be cookie cutter to everyone because that person's unique within a unique vibration and you will see an issue and you'll get to explore whatever issue that is. Okay. Now, you don't really believe what we're saying now right. because you, you can't imagine that you could tap into something of a person you've never met before. Right. And that's why I asked the question because I keep getting these you know, to read about medical intuition. And I don't, it seems so foreign to me. Um, and then the other thing I've talked with so a few want. people is I am so afraid of seeing a dead person. <laughs> and when you read about medical intuition, there's a lot about allowing yourself to see. And I could do it in the daytime, but something comes to me in the night. I'm like, no. Yeah. So I don't know if this so, is, you know, like is this, I feel like this is what the universe is telling me. Like, Yes. You, and I have been told that like, you think about medical intuition. And I'm just like, I don't feel that. Like, I can do it. And nobody does. I know. Nobody like, does ah. until they reach that perspective <laughs> okay. where they're comfortable. So the only reason that you're here is to get comfortable with the idea. So you'll talk to people here who do that now. Yeah. You'll talk to Tammy who can see things and feel things. And Tracy who can <laughs> heal. And Tracy can just use her energy. Yeah. So that's the idea. Okay. You don't believe it yet. No. But you'll practice with it. You'll just say, yeah. I am going to come into this with a perspective that what I've learned about the spirituality stuff can be useful in this stuff. I don't know how. Yeah. You don't need to know how. No. But once you have that first experience, wow, that was weird. How did I know that about that person? Mm -hmm. They're going to be that. How did you know that about me? How did you know I had this other issue or that I went through a breakup three weeks ago or 10 years ago, whatever it was, something will come to you. Mm -hmm. That is actually natural. Blocking it is unnatural. unnatural. Yeah. Right? So the belief system says, everything I know comes with what I read, what people tell me, what comes from the outside. The truth is, everything is in here. You read a book, you were guided to that book. True. You wouldn't believe it if you just thought it. You had to believe it through reading the book. Mm -hmm. 
but you were inspired to, to read the book because that's the only way you could get it. You were inspired to take a boot camp. You're inspired to be here in this here. You're inspired. They're leading you to who you truly are. Yeah. Now, that's not your role on earth is to be a functional nutritionist, right. combining the spirituality to help one person after the other. Mm -hmm. That's not your role. Your role is to discover who you are. This is just in service of that discovery. Okay. This is just a practice for that. Yeah. Paddleboarding too. <laughs> Same thing. There's nothing different about any of it. Yeah. But it's interesting to you and you're being guided to it. Now, it can also make it exciting for you. Mm -hmm. Nobody has what you have, mm -hmm. but you don't believe it. No. Because <laughs> there's a lot of nutritionists out there. There's a lot of nutritionists mm -hmm. out there. And they're all doing the same basic thing. The only one who's not is you asking this question, combining your interest in spirituality with your interest in nutrition to make something that's unique to that individual unique perspective okay. so you're not dealing with a person you're dealing with a perspective their perspective on their health is where low low mm -hmm. right you come in see no problem see no problem at all see them as perfect just by you holding that perspective that will shift them no. You don't have to do anything. That's all you have to do. Hmm. It's say, everything's fine. Nothing's wrong. You're not weird. You're not broken. Everything's great. Whatever you're inspired to say. And here's my bespoke program for you. Designed specifically for you and you only. Don't mm -hmm. share this with anyone. It will not work with anyone else. Mm -hmm. It's designed specifically for you. Mm -hmm. Don't even tell them because it's, go don't even tell other people. Don't tell your husband about this. Don't tell your kids about this. Don't tell your friends about this. Don't even tell anyone about me. This is designed for you. Now, you have a belief system about food. We're going to work with that belief system. That belief system is inaccurate. Food is energy. Mm -hmm. We're going to use what you think is good food, and then we're going to make it so it's so enjoyable and easy for you. Mm -hmm. We're not going to change too much about calories and fat and sugar and all that stuff we're going to change how you think about yourself how you think about yourself is causing you choices based on a limited perspective of i'm not healthy so that's where i get confused because i'm spending a lot of time figuring out how the food and everything else works with the physiology of the body physiology of what body all bodies well have you ever met anyone who eats at mcdonald's every single day of his life and is skinny Yes, but that doesn't mean they're healthy. Are they alive? They're alive. <laughs> okay, See, this is where I get. Okay, let's let's go to the topic of healthy. Let's go to the topic of healthy. What's healthy to you? Happy and happy. That has nothing to do with health. But I mean, I do think the physical body has has. I mean, we're here in a physical form, so. This, this is good because this is the question I had. What is, is the is physical? Joshua always wants to ignore, like say that um, the, like we are human. I mean, we have flesh, everything, right? So you do? <laughs> well, we have a physical body. You think? I do. Okay, just let me say this point. <laughs> we have a physical body. And the way I understand it is, you know, we still have the sun and the moon and the rhythms of nature. So our physical body, you know, we have the spiritual part too, but the physical body still is here. And it is to me part of this whole, whole, the whole of health. 
So that's what I'm trying to understand because sometimes I feel like, why am I spending all the time working on the physiology? But it's interesting to me. So let's so, break it. Let's start so in the beginning. Let's start in the beginning. Like, there's no... Let's start in the beginning. Start in the beginning. I, I have a hard time what, with that. <laughs> what, what is this body that is you? What is this body that you're moving around in? What do you call it? My body. What do you what do you call this thing we're lo looking at right now? Person. What do you call Kimberly. this one? This one. That's human. Kimberly. 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 <laughs> this is Kimberly. Yes. Kimberly is this physical body that you that you inhabit. Is that you? Not fully. I mean, this is. Is, I mean, is any of it layers. you? Is any of this body you? Mm. This is a trick question. Okay. Yes. When you transition to the non-physical, well, are you taking this body with you? No. Will you even care about this body? No. Where are you going to put it? <laughs> in a fire or in the ground? Where are the two? Right. Right? Right. You do not care about this body. Okay? <laughs> you only care about it because it gets you around. It moves you around. Mm -hmm. And how it looks. You have some attraction or some idea that how it looks means something about it. But you. it allows me to have experiences. Exactly. Right? That's all it does. Okay. It allows you to move around and have experiences. Right. Okay? It allows you to believe you're moving around and having experiences. <laughs> okay? Which is oh great. Oh my gosh. Which is great. Anyway, <laughs> so this now is a representation of what? My spirit. Your who, who you truly are. Yeah. It's some representation of that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Who you truly are. Does that have a body? No. Well, I mean, what is it then? It doesn't have a body. Energy. What is this? It is energy. Oh, I it is that. energy for sure. It, yeah, I guess it's energy. <laughs> it's more dense energy. Yeah. It's not. It's it's energy perfectly suited for this environment. That's all it is. Okay. It's energy. Okay. You are energetic representation of who you truly are in this body. Mm -hmm. Okay. Allows you to move around. Mm -hmm. Now, what would cause any disruption in the energy of this body at all resistance resistance in the form of limiting beliefs well and, and a misunderstanding of who you truly are right a belief system that gets caught up and then not dealt with and then comes to the body so you can notice something so if someone has like gary a limp there is something going on there in that as a as a he cannot not notice that. He has to pay attention to that. It's obvious. Yeah. Right? So what does he pay attention to? Does he pay attention to the pain, the physical pain, the physical, the symptom, and get pills and surgery and whatever? Or does he pay attention to the underlying limiting belief or belief structure that this whole thing is causing him to pay attention to? Well, for Gary's, from his perspective, it's all based in some belief that is not serving him at this time. Mm -hmm. A belief that needs to be addressed now. So he does some work, does a manifestation event form, talks about it, tries to uncover it, goes to the heart of it, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Great. He's resolved that issue from the core of the, of the representation through the body. No different than an outside manifestation event, no different than a resistant thought, He's just ignored the resistant thought because he's like, oh yeah, no, no big deal. What? Right? Ignored the manifestation event. And then he gets in the body because he can't ignore that. For him, it's easier if it goes straight to the body than an outside event. Sure. He's aware that all physical unwanted conditions are the manifestation of a belief system that is not serving him on his journey of self-discovery. Okay. 
Okay. No one else is aware of that. Very few people are aware of that. They think it's just some random problem that shows up and they have, have no ability to avoid it or to do anything about it. And they have to seek treatment from outside. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Seek treatment from outside. If you cannot find the living belief yourself, it's going to show up again anyway. And so you see repetitive things showing up all the time in people. They come to you. What's the most obvious problem that they have when they come to you? Probably weight. Weight. Okay. <laughs> so you would say that in no resistance in the body, would there be anything other than the natural shape of that body? Right. So someone comes with you without the natural shape, with, the, with some other expression of that, who they truly are in their body, you know that there is a cause for that. Is the cause for that they want to eat slightly more than they should? I mean... Why would anyone want to eat slightly more than they should? Because they're not in alignment with who they truly are. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, some of these people are eating a normal amount of food. Still gaining weight, right? Still doing it. Right, the food has right. nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. Some people who don't have that problem eat 4,000 calories a day. Mm -hmm. Now, their belief system is different. And it could show up in some other disease or some other manifestation. But if that person coming to you is not a natural shape of their body, if it's something outside of that, you can know for sure that there is a belief system mm -hmm. that's inside the body showing them something yes imperfection of some sort mm -hmm. yeah now do you need to get to the exact belief system to get them on the road no right the idea is to get them on the road yeah feeling better once they're on the road then they can be led by their inner self they don't need you to do anything your job is to get them on the road get them on the road of seeing through the illusion and believing that they are victims to their reality. There's something that's causing them to do something that exaggerates the shape of their body. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to see when you can see it from this energetic idea. All you say is, okay, there's something happening. There's something in that person's mindset that's causing them to create some condition that is out of alignment with who they truly are. Right. They don't know it. Mm -hmm. They don't understand that they're just perceiving the illusion and pretending they're a victim and seeking you as an outside solution to their problem, thinking you're going to fix them. Mm -hmm. Now, you've got a window of belief there to work with. So you can start slowly. You know that they'll probably alter their behavior mm -hmm. that would align more with who they truly are because they want to seek your approval and they want to have some benefit. But at some point, if they don't change how they perceive themselves, it's just going to come back. It will come back. And that's what's gotten clearer to me now. Right. I understand that part. Yes. So that's what I needed to understand. <laughs> you don't need to do anything because you can play this game and be very successful doing what everyone else is doing and just taking their money and letting them go back. Because if you could solve their problem in one session, you just, how about keeping it on for 10 years? <laughs> Keeping it going month after month after month after month. You're doing great. You're doing excellent. Everything's working fine. Oh, you look fantastic. You lose a pound. Excellent. Great. If they're not addressing that thing, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Now, the thing could be anything. It could be some experience in childhood. It could be some relationship with the parent. It could be something that they feel that they're not who they think they should be. 
They feel imperfect about something. You hold the perspective of perfection as the only person in their life who's ever done that. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Their inner self understands this. That's why they're there. Mm -hmm. Their inner self is guiding them to the person that's going to eventually lead them to a new conclusion, to a new understanding of themselves. How many other nutritionists are doing that? Only you. Not, yeah, Only not you. at that level. Right. Only you. No. You take someone, Tammy's sister, <laughs> you have a connection with Tammy. Mm -hmm. Tammy inspired the sister to come. You two are holding the idea of per perfection on her. Mm -hmm. You are both working energetically with her. Tammy, from her point of view, you're from your point of view. And the sister in this triangle now is saying, well, these two people think I can do it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so you have some success there. Mm -hmm. Now, how's that going to continue if you, if you don't let her go long enough, get enough momentum to say, Hey, here's a book or here's a video or here's what if you incorporated videos podcasts in your menu plan meditation in your menu yeah. plan mm -hmm. if you're going to do this you're going to do a daily spiritual practice yeah you're going to list everything you appreciate about your body mm -hmm. everything you appreciate you're going to start with the basics the building blocks of this journey of self-discovery just as you did you see yeah and now look where you are mm -hmm. yeah this is good it's like a whole training. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you. Well, you can see how much fun the retreat is. Uh, these, uh, you know, we, we do it. We have a special greenhouse in the back and it's all set up for, uh, you know, these, these meetings and stuff. It's really, really fun. It's a beautiful setting and we had a great time. Uh, we had so much great food and conversation and games and breath work. Thanks, Genevieve Solomon. If you want to do breath work, contact Genevieve Solomon. Uh, you can send me an email. I'll send you all her information there and I'll put it a description in the link below too. Um, and thanks again for Chris and Crystal and Tracy and Christy for putting this all together and having it run so smoothly. It was really an awesome experience. We'll have another one in the spring of next year. If you like information about that, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. Also, the last boot camp of the year is starting on Monday. There's still plenty of time to get in. Uh, just send me an email. I'll send you information, and we'll get together for a quick Zoom chat. I'll tell you all about it. Uh, and also remember to like and subscribe and do all that wonderful stuff you do. All right. Until next time, have a wonderful week. Bye.